0: A quick hello, and we're good to go. Welcome to the show, Katie Brinkley.
1: (laughs) I love that. I cannot answer that with a song of my own.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, the secret trick there is that we don't need to edit in the the introductory music. I just sing it. And today, (laughs) we're going to be speaking about how to post less on social media for more business. Now, there are two things I like about that title. Number one is posting less on social media. I love not posting on social media. And the other is getting more business by not posting so much on social media. I don't think anybody could have come on the show with a better proposition to take <laughs> us through to 2024. So how are you going to teach us about posting less social media for more business in 20 seconds?
1: Well, I'm gonna give you your get out of jail free card because I feel like so many of us are, feel like social media is a necessary evil well, I got to be on social media, I have to post, da, da, da. And, you know, I just say, you do have to still be on social media in some regard, but you don't need to be on all the platforms and you don't need to post every day in a world of more. I'm going to teach you how to do it less.
0: That's absolutely brilliant. That, And I literally just had a conversation with somebody who said, do I have to be on every social platform? And I said, no, but I couldn't tell you were them right. how to do it. <laughs> but I couldn't tell them how to do it. So it's great to say no, but you have the answer. Before we get into that, I'd like to show your Brand SERP. This is your knowledge panel. You have a knowledge panel, Katie.
1: Wow, this and is it's great.
0: tiny. It's got the right photo, the right name, but it needs to be grown. You need to work on it to grow it into a big, wonderful, information-rich knowledge panel. Um, and For anybody who's watching who doesn't know, CaliQ Pro is our platform that does exactly that, grows this kind of knowledge panel sprout into a massive, wonderful, information-rich knowledge panel with a description, social media profiles, and so on and so forth. But this is even cooler. Look at that. That's your search generative experience result.
1: Wow, look at that. That looks pretty sweet.
0: It does, doesn't it? And the search engine experience result is a mixture of Google's knowledge, which is that knowledge panel, plus the recommendations on the left. And there it's got a really good grip of who you are and what you do, which is social media and digital marketing consultant, keynote speaker, and author. Does that sound like you?
1: It does, but it has my location incorrect, which is interesting.
0: Oh, and there is something that you can correct And a lot of people think, well, Google, it just decides and it figures it all out. But you can go in and you can by sorry, by cleaning up your digital ecosystem, making the information about yourself completely consistent, you can correct that information indirectly on Google. And we do it at CaliCube every day, is correcting Google's understanding about a person or a company. I'm not trying to sell you our services, Katie. I'm trying to sell them. Our services. So
1: now but I'm about ready to sign up now. (laughs) (laughs)
0: Brilliant. You are listening to Branded Search and Beyond with Jason Barnard. Now, back to the show. Well, I'm ready to sign up for social media, and this this episode is for you, Joanne, because Joanne is the social media manager at CaliCube and she's absolutely brilliant. But Katie, you're going to help her to get even better. So, my first question is if I don't have to be on every platform, which one do I need to be on?
1: Okay. So, this is where it's really important to know who is it that you're talking to? Who is your ideal client? Who is your ideal customer? Because all of these platforms have different avatars. For example, I know that my audience on Instagram is 82% female, ages 35 to 44. While over on LinkedIn, my demographic is sixty percent male CEOs and founders. I have very different demographics between the two of them, so I have different messaging Um, between the two, and that means different amount of posts.
0: Right. Sorry. Question number one is: Where do you get the data for that? How do you know that?
1: So you know it's it's great. These tools do give you the insights into who it is that's connected with you. So if you're set up as a, a business account on Instagram, if you click on your, your profile page, it'll say view insights or view data info or um, it was uh, for a little bit there, it depends on wh- where you are in the world, but it's right on your profile page of Instagram. And you can see exactly who it is that you're talking to on all these platforms. So after you click on the the view metrics or the view data, you can click on followers and it'll tell you exactly who your followers are, where they live, their ages, you know, their, their sex. It tells you all of that. It also does that over on LinkedIn. It does it on Facebook. Um, if you're a a business account, or if you're a digital creator account on Facebook. So for me, my personal Facebook page is a digital creator. So I get to see all of the data of the people who are connected with me over on Facebook. And then there's third-party tools. My favorite tool is a tool called Metricool. Um, and I'm happy to talk about that a little bit as well, but it gives you very advanced analytics into who's following you and uh you know, their ages, where they live, everything. And it makes it so much easier to create content when you know who you're talking to.
0: Which gives me two questions about that is, number one, is the data more detailed? And number two, does it bring all of the data from the different platforms into one place so that you can manage it more easily?
1: On Metrical, on Metrical you're asking? Yeah, you can do it. Metrical is a fantastic tool. Um, I do have an affiliate link if you're interested, but they are... (laughs) Yeah. Okay, well, and and it's it's a great tool because you can do it for all of your social platforms. Uh, You can do it for your website. You can do it for YouTube. You can do it for your blog. You can do it for uh, everything. Google My Business, uh, uh, all of it. You can add it in there and see who it is that you're talking to. Now on LinkedIn... You do have to go in natively on LinkedIn if you're using your personal page as like a, as a creator page. Um, it only will pull it from the LinkedIn business page at the time of this recording. Now, things can always change.
0: Right. Okay. And then you say, I've got Metrical. I've figured out who my audience is on each platform. And then you said, I'm giving a different message to each one. Mm-hmm. Doesn't that take a huge amount of time?
1: No. Nope. Ah. <laughs> lucky. Nope. So, okay. So if you're using a tool, uh, like Metricool, so let's say we want to promote this podcast episode. Now, when I go to talk about this, this episode, now, depending on, I mean, we're only a few minutes into the, to the recording right now, but <laughs> depending on where it goes or what we've talked about so far, my message on Instagram to, again, is mostly females, ages 35 to 44. So probably a lot of moms in mm-hmm. there, I can position this as, man, I had a great conversation conversation with Jason on the Brand Serp show, and we talked about how much time I'm saving using this new tool called Metrical and looking at my insights to see exactly who it is that I'm talking to so I can spend less time posting on social media and more time with my daughters. So that's mm. the message I put out on Instagram. We're over on LinkedIn. I might want to focus in on, I mean, you got really excited when I started talking about Data and insights, Jason. Let's be real. Like like you, I saw you perk up. You're like, data metrics? Where? Where? Where do I get these this data? Um, so I mean, like, I might position my post. I'm still gonna be talking about this podcast episode. I had a great conversation with Jason on the brand strip show about how we can accumulate all of the data across all of our socials and our website into one easy spreadsheet on this recent podcast episode. I'm still talking about the podcast. I mean, I really only switched out a couple sentences or a couple words. Mm-hmm. I'm still talking about the same thing. I can even use the same picture if I want to, but I've just changed the right. the verbiage enough so that I'm talking to my ideal client on these platforms so that it piques their interest. I talked about saving time so I had more time with my family on Instagram, where over on LinkedIn, I'm talking about how there's how I can look at all the data in one space very, very easily. And thus right. saving time.
0: Yeah. And I mean, as a CEO of a company, you could say, also save lots of time so you can sit longer in your chair with your feet on the desk doing nothing, pretending yeah. to be busy.
1: Totally. Yeah, I could totally put that in there.
0: Right. <laughs> Thank you very much. And, and uh, sorry, the, the, the next question is saving time there is so far from what I can see. You've simply said, we'll post to two different places with two different ideas So you've just doubled my work. And if you say, you said you can use the same image, but if I chose to use different images, I've tripled my work. Uh, So far we're expanding. Oh, right. Okay.
1: I, I mean, it's not really doubling the work because again, remember you're not posted. I didn't say anything about posting on TikTok with this. I didn't say anything about posting on Facebook. I didn't say anything about writing an email. I didn't say anything about YouTube videos. I said two platforms and those are my two platforms. I mean, it, I have, I'm, a, I'm a social media agency owner. I have an agency where we do social media for people every single day. But for me and my business, up until 2023, Instagram and LinkedIn were the only two platforms that I focused on for business growth. Okay. Because.
0: Right. Ooh. Sorry, are, are you saying that the huge time saver is to focus on the right platforms and to limit it to two or three?
1: I I was, yes, yes, that is what I'm saying. Instead of being everywhere, be where your ideal client is and post the the messages that they want to hear from you.
0: Right. Okay, so I was immediately thinking, oh, we've got two, thinking Mm -hmm. it's two more than I had a minute ago. But in fact, I should have been thinking, we've got two, and it's four less than the six I would normally be doing because I want to be everywhere.
1: Exactly. Well, and before when you were everywhere... If I'm sending that message about saving more time with my family, I mean, like you might get the warm and fuzzies reading it over on LinkedIn, but you're not actually going to click the link to buy it because you don't really care about that, right? Mm. So instead of just like spewing a bunch of information out, which essentially just becomes white noise, I'm speaking directly to my target audience on the platform of their choice, the way that they best Mm. consume my content.
0: Right. And so there are a couple of things there. Number one is, do you have a persona for each platform that you work towards?
1: Yeah. And um, it wouldn't be 20. I mean, we're at the end of 2023, but it wouldn't be 2023 unless I mentioned AI. So uh, I used. Yeah, I know. Right. Of course. So I used AI to help me build out three different customer personas. Like I said, I was just using LinkedIn and Instagram up until 2023 this year of 2023 i incorporated facebook as part of my strategy so i have three different personas that i had chat gpt help me with and i told it all about my i mean we can go into that like if you want to but i don't know if that really gets back into this so i don't want i don't want to you know go down a rabbit hole here with chat gpt unless you want to take the conversation that well
0: <laughs> if you can tell me how to build three personas incredibly quick, quickly with chat GPT, then you're saving me time. Yeah. Um, so that's yeah. already winning. So off we go.
1: Okay. So it, it does, it took me about an hour. It might be faster now. I mean, like this, this mm. is when, you know, the, these robots are getting faster and faster every day. So when I did it, I put in all of my information on my company, what I did, who I served, uh, how long I've been a business, where I'm located, everything into chat GPT. And I continued at the end of every prompts of, do you understand? I didn't want them to do en- the, the computer to do anything for me. I just wanted to make sure that it was understanding all the information that I was feeding into it. And then hmm. I went on to say, I would like to tell you a little bit about a number of my ideal clients and customers and current customers. I then proceeded to tell them about uh, 12 of our co- clients that we enjoyed working with, You know, with the, who they were, their ages, because I know all that about my clients now. and. Do you understand? I said, yes. I said, okay, I'm now going to give you information on my demographics based off of LinkedIn. Do you understand? I'm going to give you the demographics off of Instagram. And it understood all this. And I said, okay, understanding my current clients, my current followers, and what my company does, I would like you to help me build out different brand personas for each social media platform. Let's start with LinkedIn. Are you ready to begin? And so my LinkedIn avatar is Eric. Um, And so whenever I go in to write posts, I say, hey, let's, I write out the original post and I say, okay, now let's change this for Eric. Let's change this for Sarah, who's Instagram. I mean, so then that way it's all in there. It knows who these clients are. I write the original post. It changes it for the specific platform and I'm not having to recreate the wheel.
0: That, no, that is lovely. And in fact, I was talking to Leanne earlier on about a site called po.com, poe.com. po com. Okay. And what you can do is create individual bots based on mm. a prompt. So, in fact, you could then save, save that entire prompt. Yeah. And I presume you've already done that, but it's a really simple yep. way of doing it. And then say, here's the post, change it for Eric. Yep. Brilliant. Wonderful. So, we've already saved absolutely boatloads of time and made our uh, targeting within our platforms better. Um, right now, I get the impression that most people are saying, "Right, well, I've got six platforms, I need to be on all six platforms, and they post the same thing to every single one. No. Your strategy is say, let's take that down to two, which seems like a surprisingly small number, yeah. and post specific things for our personas on that. When you were just using Instagram and LinkedIn, were you mm-hmm. still driving a lot of business?
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, like, I was... I've had my business for 6 years. And I scaled it to, you know, a six-figure agency just using LinkedIn and Instagram. Uh, yeah. I mean the I we the agency has grown, so I have more team members now. I can take on more clients and I have more time to create more social posts for, you know, the platforms because I'm I'm the driver of the sales and the marketing for our agency. You know, I
0: really? I
1: create the strategies, my team implements it now. Whereas, you know, it, before it, I was doing a lot of the graphic design, the video editing. And now I have people on my team that do all that. Right, so I can so, spend more time on yeah. social media if I want to.
0: <laughs> Which you enjoy.
1: Uh, I don't know about that. I mean, if you look, oh. Jason, uh, on my my post, I mean, I, I really stick by my kind of my hold my practice what I preach here. I only post three, maybe four times a week. And it's it's doing the the four post strategy that um, I've created. But it's Ooh. it really is the I practice what I preach because I don't I, I don't want to be on social media every day. I'm not an influencer, I'm a business owner. And there that's two very different ways of showing up on social media. If I'm spending all day on social media, what kind of business do I have? Because I shouldn't be on social media every day if I have a successful business.
0: Right. No, no, no. I've I, I've often wondered about that. I mean, I don't particularly enjoy social media. I don't really like spending time on social media. And I see other business leaders spending so much time on social media. Uh, and you kind of wonder what kind of business they're actually running behind the scenes. Whereas I spend so little time, I'm not getting the clients in. But you're saying if I post four times a week, mm-hmm. I can drive business oh, yeah. through social oh, media. Yes. So what, what are the tricks to keep it down to four?
1: Okay, so... Uh, let's talk about my four post strategy. I call it the awareness to action strategy. And the very first post kind of was what I was talking about earlier, where I make people aware of the problem. So let's just say talking about Metricool um, where I'm saving time. And so I make people aware of the problem of, uh, let's say the very first post is an Instagram reel. And I say, mm-hmm. this one tool saves me five hours every week. It's Metricool. And that's it. You know, I could use trending audio with it. I could point, I could dance, whatever, like, my brand is, whatever you want to do. Um, just making people aware of of the problem. Hey, everyone wants more time back. This tool can give you mm. some of it back. The second post would be a carousel on Instagram.
0: So just one so Those are the
1: swipable ones. Yeah.
0: So the, the the first one is about identifying a problem mm-hmm. that people don't necessarily know they've had. Yep. Right. Okay. So the, again, it's really important to know who it
1: is that you're talking to. Yeah. So, I mean, and on LinkedIn, I might, maybe I'll do a LinkedIn poll with, um, uh, maybe the poll question could be, what would you do with five extra hours every week for your business? And Mm. then do a poll question of like, I do more sales calls. I would do, I'd leave the office earlier. I would, you know, and I can just generate people thinking like, oh man, what would I do with five more hours? I'm making them aware of there's an mm. opportunity for this to happen
0: right okay so you you've create the first piece of content which uh identifies a problem mm-hmm. you've changed the message for the two different or three different social platforms according yep. to the persona that's monday
1: yep and then tuesday i will do on instagram I'll, i will do a instagram carousel post and it might say with five extra hours every week i scaled my Business, I I generated an extra 2K a month or something. Or maybe I generate an extra 10K a month. What something like that. So mm-hmm. like a bold statement on that first card. And then the next slide, I could be like, this amazing tool called Metricool allowed me to schedule my clients' posts, swipe. It allows me to use AI, swipe. It allows me insights and data. You know, I can just like go on and on about what a great tool it is. While over on Insta or LinkedIn, maybe I'll do a LinkedIn article, which could be a blog post or it could, you know, whatever. It could be the mm-hmm. transcript, you know, from this episode, you know, like if we decide to use cap show for yep. it or something. And, um, well, that could be over on LinkedIn on Wednesday. So, I, so the first post is awareness. The second one is a tip or a tutorial, educating people a little bit further about the problem that you just made them aware of. Now, okay. now with this tip or tutorial, we're really like, Oh, wow. They know what they're talking about. This is cool. I like this tool. I-
0: is there any way to make sure that the people who see the first one then see the second one?
1: No. I mean, you you can. I mean, but most of the time if people are seeing it, like if they've engaged with the awareness post, you're going to be in their algorithm now because they recently just engaged with you. That's why you want to well, start with okay. the awareness post. Something easy, digestible, make them aware of the problem. Easy for them to click, you know, like on or vote on because now you've re-engaged yourself in their algorithm.
0: Brilliant. Okay.
1: And then the next post is a community building post. Ooh. So uh, this post could be just a single image on Facebook or LinkedIn. It doesn't matter. And um, on Facebook on, or on Instagram, maybe it's a picture of me and my daughter. And I say, how Cool allowed me to become my daughter's softball coach. And I might include a long story about, you know, uh, it, I wasn't leaving the office until until 4 p.m. every single day, and I really wanted to be a present for my daughter, but I was just exhausted. By the time I got home, it was 5 o'clock, and then we had to go immediately to softball, and I couldn't bring myself to go and navigate you know, 13 9-year-olds until I found this really cool tool called Metricool. Now, every Thursday, I leave the office at 1 p.m. I go home, I recharge, I exercise, and I am ready to be my daughter's softball coach. So now I've placed myself in my ideal client's position of, oh, man, I would love to have more time with my family. I would love to do something like that. And I connect. My daughters play softball, too, Katie. I've connected with my audience. So these community building posts allow you to share. And if it's like a a, a podcast interview, uh, you know, you could say like, I, you know, I sat down with Katie Brinkley and she talked about this cool tool called Metricool and it wasn't, you know, you could talk about what it was like when you first navigated it and at mm-hmm. first it was it was kind of tricky but then all of a sudden I was like wow this is really easy and it's changed how we do our reporting for our clients again making you look like a, a thought leader so again mm-hmm. making people aware and saying how this problem you faced head-on and you overcame
0: right and, then, and up until now the, there hasn't been any kind of request for like share I know.
1: Oh my gosh, I'm so excited that you said that because I was just about to say, oh. did you notice I haven't told them to do anything yet? I haven't told them to do anything. I'm just like given, given, given. Right. So, so
0: the secret yeah. is to just give and give and give and not ask for something in return and not be heavy-handed.
1: Community is so important on social media. It's so important, and that's how social media started was for connecting and community, and somehow it's mm-hmm. turned into another form of TV. I mean, I don't know about you, but I mean, like, it, it's no different. If you open up TikTok, people are like, oh, I went down the TikTok rabbit hole, and I was watching videos for an hour, and it's like, ugh. What would you have done with that hour of your life? Who would you have connected with? What could you have gone to the gym? Could you I mean like what could you have done in real life other than wasting your time watching a short form video for over an hour? You know, mm. how can you make impact and build your community and if you're showing up and giving, people are going to want to see the posts that you're putting out and they're going to become your biggest fans. So whether you're hosting, you know, for sales, you, they might not be ready to buy from you right now but they might be ready to buy from you in 6 months or maybe their brother is ready to buy from you and you're the first person that they refer because they love your content they love the way that you show up for the, for your mm-hmm. audience for your community
0: ooh that that makes me think about something else somebody else said to me on the show a few weeks ago is of your 100% of people within the potential market only 10% are ready to buy right now and mm-hmm. the other 90% may buy in the future but May also know somebody further down yes. the funnel who are ready to buy now. And that's yes. basically what you're talking about.
1: Yes, exactly. So, are you ready so, to get some people to buy from you?
0: I am, yes. Is this okay, the fourth cool.
1: post? This is the fourth post. We're asking people to take action. <laughs> so, we've made them aware, we've educated them further, we've told them how we were in their place and how we overcame this problem. Now, we've been talking about this all week. Actually, You know, I sit down with Jason in a podcast episode and I go into the entire process of how I use Metricool for me and my clients every single week, saving us over, you know, $10,000 a year in revenue, you know, and reportings that we were spending for hours. You know, whatever I want to say on it, I, I talked about it in this week's episode. Click the link in my bio or click the link in the comments to listen to the full episode. If they're or, or even better. I love the you know comment ha- podcast below because then you can actually send these people the link to the episode. And with mm-hmm. podcasting, you and I are having this amazing conversation, Jason. But all the listeners, we don't know what they think. They might think that this Katie Brinkley person's just way too high energy at this point of their day, or you know, like it, maybe they they want ha- they have questions. But we can't answer them right now because we're having a one-way conversation with them. Mm-hmm. If you ask people to leave podcast in the comments and then head over to the DMs and send them the link, you've now opened the door for a two-way mm-hmm. conversation with the people that are actually listening to your show, the people who are ready to buy from you, the people who want to go one step further with you. And you can ask, hey, what did you think of that episode with Katie? Do you want more katie brinkley in your life do you want her to come back on the show what what did you think about this tool anything you have the mm-hmm. opportunity to have a conversation with these people
0: and i think that's kind of what we're forgetting in social media a lot of the time is we just think we throw it all out there and everyone's going to react and we'll suddenly get a thousand people coming to us and in fact you still need those one-on-one conversations at th- some point in the in the in the journey and, and that idea of saying write podcasts in the comments not only makes the post more active in the Mm -hmm. algorithm's eyes but gives you that one-on-one conversation i saw somebody doing that and i thought that's smart but i didn't know quite how smart until you just explained it to me that's brilliant so with four posts in a week we've sold lots and lots and lots and lots of whatever it is we're selling Mm -hmm. and we've been really nice and shared lots of valuable information that's absolutely brilliant i love that Yeah, And we've got another question, which is all about branded search, Katie. So if we can end this episode now that we've gone through your four steps to tell us, how does an efficient social media strategy help with branded search?
1: Oh, man. Well, up until I I saw mine, when you pulled it up at the beginning here, I thought I was doing a fantastic job. But. Apparently, there's some Katie Brinkley in Virginia that's kind of stepping on my toes here with everything, Jason. And so I think that with with social media, the more that you're posting, the more that you are showing up with the keywords that your ideal client or customer is yep. looking for, it's going to help you show up in the algorithm. You know, whether it's your LinkedIn or um, when we started the episode, it, it was my Instagram You know, it's because I'm posting to those, I'm feeding it to Google. And I think it's extreme, social media is awareness. You have to be posting to social media to make yourself found.
0: Absolutely, and 100%, and Google shows on your brand search the search engine results page for your name, the platforms where you're the most active and engaging with your audience. So that makes total sense. I love that, Katie. That was absolutely brilliant. Thank you, everyone, for watching. We're now going to talk about next week, and it's going to be Dennis Yu, who's going to be talking about Facebook's hidden impact on brand SERPs. On SERPs, sorry. Oh, I'm so obsessed with brand SERPs. I immediately said brand SERPs, but he's just going to be talking about SERPs. That's going to be the first episode of 2024. Could you pass the baton from 2023 to 2024?
1: Oh, there we go. Passing the baton over to Dennis Yu. I can't wait to listen to this episode. It'll be great listening all about Facebook and uh, and SERPs.
0: Brilliant. Absolutely wonderful. So thank you everyone for watching all of this year. It's been a wonderful 2023. We've had, I think, almost 50 episodes this year. We've had amazing guests from beginning to end, ending with potentially, possibly, the best guest of the year, Katie Brinkley. (laughs) It was a wonderful way to end the year. Everybody was amazing. It's been delightful ending the year with you. Thank you so much, Katie. Thank you, everyone, for watching.
1: Thank you so much for having me, Jason.
0: A quick goodbye to end the year. Thank you, Katie. And thank you, everyone. CaliCube. It's all about your brand SERP.